everybody, and welcome to another episode of Songs in the Basement, the Spotlight Show. And today we got a band all the way over across the pond in Surrey, England. They're called the Yardbirds. That's right, it's about time to pay tribute to this band. I know a lot of people know about four or five different songs by them, but uh, on this episode of Songs in the Basement, you're actually going to hear some uh, of their deep album cuts when they were still making music as a band. Anyway, should we get into it? Let's. Anyway, uh, let's start off with the uh, Yardbirds and a song from 1965 originally. And this song, uh, probably a lot of people have heard before, but uh, we're going to play it again. This was one of their hits. Got all the way up to number 17 on the Billboard charts. Here's one called I'm a Man.
Yardbirds right there uh, from their, um, well, the American uh, release was the Under, Over, Sideways, Down record and other hits uh, that came out in 1966. That was a song called, or 65, it was called Lost Woman uh, right around that period. Uh, anyway, um, the Yardbirds was not really a pop rock band. They were more of a blues rock band. Uh, if anything. And uh, three of the guys in this band, let me think here, one, two, yeah, about three, three, four of the guys, uh, five of them actually really made big careers after leaving the Yardbirds. Um, Eric Clapton uh, started off with the band, and I thought I had some uh, piece of information that Jeff Beck was one of the original guys, and I guess not. Uh, but you can prove me wrong if you want to. Uh, just uh, you know, give me an email and say, no, you're wrong, Stuart. Anyway, um, but if I'm right, so there. Eric Clapton started with the man in 1963 when they formed, and he was with them for about a year. And when they um, 
had their first hit for your love uh, Clapton actually decided I'm really not liking the direction that this band is going they're going more uh, top 40 because they had a big hit the first hit called for your love uh, penned by Graham Gouldman uh, who actually eventually 10 years later uh, went into the band 10cc but uh, this Graham wrote a lot of stuff for a lot of people over England like uh, no milk today by the Herman's Hermits he wrote bus stop for the Hollies and just scores of other hits for people. But the Arbirds decided, hey, let's uh, do one of his songs. And uh, even Herman Sermons, I mentioned before, did a cover of For Your Love. They did a good version, too. Um, but anyway, um, so then after that, around that time, Jeff Beck comes into the band, and he stays for about two, three years. And then um, he decided to leave in 66, and but he suggested getting this guy, a session player, called Jim Page uh, to uh, replace him. And that happened successfully. Jimmy Page was, even before the Yardbirds, was a very successful uh, session guy. He was on a lot of uh, English hits, actually. Of course, I'd like to name off a few, and I can't. But actually, Herman's Hermits, again, Jimmy Page was uh, their guitar player a lot of their, on a lot of their album cuts and some of their hits. And I believe he was even on Nashville Teens Tobacco Road, Is It True by Brenda Lee, uh, just to name a couple. Uh, Jim Page was uh, doing the guitar on some of those. Uh, it's Not Unusual by Tom Jones, uh, rumored that he was there. And then, of course, he joins the Yardbirds and then Zeppelin, and we'll get into that later in the show. Um, the Yardbirds formed in uh, Surrey, uh, the city of Surrey, that's in England. And that was 1963, and they were really hardcore into uh, blues rock. And they um, they loved that stuff. And they actually came together at the Kingston Art School. Pinpoint where that is, I'm not sure. Somewhere in Surrey. Um, they had about six top 40 hits in a two-year period. So they were on a hot streak for a couple years. And then a not-so-hot streak hit-wise, but they were still putting out records till 68. So... Um, that's kind of a little piece of uh, history for you all, and we'll get into some more stuff. One more little piece of uh, information for you that I, I want to tell you right now is that uh, while they were trying to send out their um, uh, demos uh, making songs in 1963-64, uh, the record label Decca Records, again, was notorious for turning down rock bands. They turned down the Beatles in 1962 after the Beatles basically cut a full album for the Decca record label in very early 62. This is during the Pete Best days before Ringo joined. And Decca just said, yeah, guitar guitar uh, groups around the way out, we feel. We're going to go more nice music. Uh, then a year later or so, two years later, Yardbirds uh, bring over some demos. And um, guess what? <laughs> Decca said, nope, there's too many guitar groups out there, and we're not interested. But uh, Columbia in uh, England uh, decided, hey, we can take them. In the States, they were on the Epic record label, and which was really owned by a subsidiary of Columbia Records here in the States. So uh, you're thinking, well, Columbia, they weren't here. Well, in the States, they were on Epic, a yellow label at the time, 60s, okay? So that's um, some pieces of tribute uh, tidbits there. Paul Samuel Smith was the other guy who actually um, did very, very well after the Arbirds. Um, he actually, um, when he left the band, he became a big producer, and he was one of the big heads of Island Records. And if I remember right, he was Cat Stevens' uh, producer, too. So um, we can do some more research on that. But I know he did a lot of stuff like that. Keith Ralph, um, 
formed a band called Renaissance with his uh, sister Jane around 1968-69, and they were uh, a good, laid-back, spacey, progressive uh, band. They were around for about 10 years. Unfortunately, Keith Relf died in 1976, uh, May 1976, but that band kept going on a few more years uh, after him. So that's what he did. And, of course, you know what happened to Jimmy Page. He wanted to keep the Yardbirds going and said, well, why don't we just form a band called the New Yardbirds? Keith Moon of the Who said, well, that'll go over like a Led Zeppelin. And then, <laughs> you know where that uh, name came from? That The rest is history. Okay, no New Yardbirds. Hey, Led Zeppelin. Sounds pretty good. Um, anyway. Um, and then that Beck kid, um, he, he did a good solo career, but uh, he formed his new band after leaving uh, the Yardbirds to form with Ron Wood and Ron St Rod Stewart. Uh, and that um, became the, the Jeff Beck uh, group, so or the early parts of it. So I, I wanted to save all this for you for later, but um, oh well, maybe we'll uh, revisit some of the information that I gave you. But I figure for the people who are tuning in, you might want to hear a little bit about, well, yeah, I've heard of the Yardbirds. Uh, what do they do? So that's what they did. Uh, part one. Okay. Let's do a song from um, the uh, Blow Up soundtrack. They were in a movie. Jeff Beck and Jimmy Page together were still in the band uh, 1966, but this came out in 1967. Um, the, the movie I saw once, but I don't remember it. If it was, if it was any good, I would have remembered it. It was just kind of one of those uh, late night movies that you see on one of the cable channels back in the 1980s, about three in the morning and you can't sleep and you turn on the TV. Oh, there's blow up. Uh, okay. I watched 20 minutes of it and then I fell back to sleep, but, um, I was waiting for the part where the Yardbirds were in it actually. But anyway, they're on the soundtrack for one song called Strolling On, which is really train kept a rolling. Uh, but named after different titles. Anyway, here's Strolling On by the Yardbirds from the Blow Up soundtrack right here on Songs from the Basement on the Spotlight Show on the Yardbirds. Thank you. 
Yardbirds right there. The shape of plastic things to come. No, shape of things. 1966 is uh, <clears throat> when that was a hit. Number 11, it got all the way up to the Billboard charts. And uh, some people say uh, the two best years in rock and roll were 1966 and 67. Because there was a minor, um, a, a real short period of uh, blues rock that was really hitting the uh the Billboard charts in 1966, and it was the prelude year to psychedelic music. Uh, really, psychedelic music started in 66 and really took hold in 1967, 68, and pretty much died off in 1970s, early 71, the last remnants of psychedelic music. But um, anyway, um, Yardbirds right there, uh, Shape of Things. The one before that... It's from 67, Tinker Taylor, Soldier Sailor, from their Little Games record. Yeah, their guitar player, uh, both of them, uh, Jeff Beck and Jimmy Page, I believe, are both on that one. And the Rolling Stones, uh, one of their songs, uh, Dandelion, they uh, have a line in their, that song called Tinker Taylor, Soldier Sailor. Gee, I wonder where they got that line from. Uh, probably from this song. Um, the one before that was, the, the more modern one, uh, was from a new Yardbirds record they made in 2003 called uh, Birdland and played a track called Mr. Saboteur, which I thought was a great song for them uh, in modern times. Some of the guys uh, got back together and... Um, uh, put a record together called Birdland, and yes, Jeff Beck even came back for one song to play on that one CD. So you think Paige and Clapton would have come back? Well, not for that one, but um, that would be a heck of a record if they uh, all got back together, the, at least the people that are living. Keith Relf is not around anymore, but I figure he probably would have come back if he could uh, to do something with the, new, the newer Yardbirds. So uh, and then after that was strolling on from the Blow Up soundtrack, 1966 technically, but came out the year later in 67. What you're listening to now is Songs from the Basement with your host, Stuart Held, playing a spotlight show on the music of the Yardbirds. That's right, we finally have gotten to the Yardbirds after all this time, and we're playing tracks from uh, their, their records. And yes, we do play um, records here. So you're going to hear some pops, ticks, clicks, rice crispies, you know, uh, snap crackles and pops on some of these old older records. Uh, we can't help it. I tried to get the best one, but I'm not going to pay 50 bucks for the under, over, sideways, down record uh, with with scratches on it. So I paid five bucks for mine at a record convention, and uh, well, this is what we get. But anyway, uh, hopefully you can hear the music anyway, which I believe you can. This is just what we do. We play uh, we play vinyl 95% uh, of the time for all the songs on the basement shows it's just more fun okay that's what the people say out there you know hey vinyl's coming back i like the vinyl sound okay fine i'll play vinyl as long as you're okay with hearing some scratches from time to time oh by the way i didn't put the scratches on the records i'm very careful with these here but the owners previously before i got these records well <laughs> okay should we move on with some more music? I believe we should. Here's one from, now, the Yardbirds. Some of the guys got together uh, in the mid-'80s and formed a new band. Not the not the later Yardbirds, but a band called the A Box of Frogs. They did two records out there in the mid-'80s, uh, one in 84 and one in 86, I believe. We're going to play a track from the 84 record, and this is a song called Back Where I Started From. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
You got songs from the basement right there, and uh, that's uh, a song called I'm Not Talking. That comes from their first record in 1963, but it came out, uh, I guess, early 64. I'm not talking. Evil Hearted You from the Having a Rave Up record in 1965. And one before that was A Box of Frogs, the later Yardbirds uh, forming a new band just under a different name. Uh, three of the original guys came back together. And yes, I guess Jeff Beck did even come back and play on the Box of Frogs record in 84. The song we played was Back Where I Started. This is Songs in the Basement, and today's Spotlight Show is on, of all people, the Yardbirds. That's right, we finally got to their music. John Lennon once said that uh, he really liked the Yardbirds. Uh, he liked some of the one of the interviewers in 1974 asked him what uh, other bands uh, from the British Invasion that uh, he liked, um, other than just uh, you know hearing the Beatles and the Stones. And uh, Lennon said uh, Jeff Beck's group, and the guy said Yardbirds. He goes, yeah, Yardbirds. And so I guess um, you know John Lennon actually got the approval for the Yardbirds because they were kind of bluesy and a little bit different and all that so he liked them uh the yardbirds actually strangely warmed up for the beatles on the 20th of june 1964 um in paris so they uh actually followed them down there and, and played the yardbirds and beatles that would have been a great show for for the people in paris france hey i i believe it was paris <clears throat> you got to see a good show uh two big bands right there um, jumping up a couple of years, um, the Yardbirds actually uh, uh, warmed up for the Rolling Stones. Did you know that? Yeah, they, they actually did. In uh, September 1966, when the Stones and the Yardbirds were on tour, they both joined up on one stage, and I believe that was uh, in the U.K. Uh, so the Yardbirds and the Stones, eh, not a bad show. That would have been a better one, too. Um, another little factoid, I guess, that uh, Jeff Beck, uh, the, one of the reasons why he wanted to leave the Yardbirds, uh, was actually he collapsed on stage in April 1966. I guess that was back in France um, on another show that they did. Uh, at the same time, Shape of Things was their big hit worldwide, and maybe Beck couldn't take the strain of that being a hit. Who knows? <laughs> Probably not. Um, but anyway, uh, Keith Relf, uh, their lead singer, actually put out a solo record, and it was a song called Mr. Zero, and the guy who penned that song was uh, the legendary Bob Lind. Bob Lind actually uh, had a big hit uh, called Elusive Butterfly in 1965, I should mention that, um, if anyone remembers that. Bob Lind was a uh, folk singer and guitar player, and every so often, actually, Bob Lind ha is still playing around um, I guess in the United States, he put out a record not all that long ago, but uh, it was kind of more acoustical stuff and all that. Um, but uh, yeah, Mr. Zero, I guess, was written by Bob Lynn, and uh, Keith Relth actually um, <clears throat> found out about the song and decided to do his own version of it. So um, it was more little uh, Yardbird factoids. Um, about this um, blues band that you're listening to today. So, um, should we play some more songs? I'm ready to do it if you are. Uh, let's do what, a track from um, the record that um, Jimmy Page didn't want to have come out. Um, it was called, uh, well, it was called Live Yardbirds featuring Jimmy Page. Uh, it was recorded in 1968, but it didn't come out till like circa 1971. 
Um, but uh, a lot of people are um, wanting this record. I happened to get a copy of this a while ago. It's legit legitimately released, um, you know, but it's uh, until Jimmy Page is comfortable with the recordings. You know, he was uh, not very happy with this record, but we're going to play a track from it anyway. Yes, because he's on it. Okay. So um, here's a track uh, from the uh, Live Yardbirds record, uh, and it's a live one called My Baby. Like you get a lot of nice people all over the world, but you just have to find them. We've got a song now called My Baby, and it's written by Garnet Mims, and it goes like this.
You're listening to music from the Yardbirds on their Spotlight Show on Songs from the Basement. This is Stuart Held spinning all the old records today. And uh, some of the, now you're probably going to think, well, why are some sounding really kind of uh, scratchy or muddy or not the best quality? Well, it's because the the recording sessions for these original albums and uh, some of them were better quality than others and we did our best to uh, tweak everything even on our mixing board so uh, don't worry your uh, internet didn't strip a gear and our turntables are working as hard as they can to bring you at least uh, the best sound as we can on our part too so it was just the way that some of these songs were recorded some were good some were bad and I'm, I'm realizing oh do I really want to continue to play this song this sounds not very good but uh Anyway, um, it's also the uh, mastering process on some of these older records that I was able to obtain. But uh, if you're worried about all the quality, I just want you to hear the songs and what they sounded like from the Yardbirds, what they what the, what they were all about. Okay, so uh, you decide on the quality on a later time. We're just going to continue to play the music. But what you heard the last few songs, I just let a few go. Um, that last one was uh, talking about you from a record that came out later called The First Recordings, 1963, Yardbirds. Um, one before that was Hey, uh, He's Always There, kind of a rocking song for the Over Under Sideways Down record, 1965. Uh, Good Morning Schoolgirl uh, was right before that, 1964. Drinking Muddy Water from their Little Games record, 1966, and On the Waterfront. Uh, the Yardbirds actually uh, backed up a blues guy named Sonny Boy Williamson. We finally got to a, a track or two from uh, him, and that was all recorded late 1963. And, uh, yeah, On the Waterfront. And uh, the Nazis Blue uh, from their 2003 record called Birdland. And starting off all those songs was My Baby from the uh, the Live Yardbirds featuring Jimmy Page, 1968 is when that was recorded. And it came out a few years later. And we just happen to have a copy. A very hard to find record, actually. But if you if you find a copy, you're not going to find it for five bucks unless it's at a flea market or something. And so just, you know, be aware. And if you buy it for five bucks, it's probably not going to be in the best of shape. But, hey, you never know. Some people find find finds, okay? You find a sealed copy, a sealed copy of an original, you got a little fortune there, okay? So uh, that's what I'm still trying to find. Uh, anyway, this is Songs from the Basement with your host, Stuart Held, and let's do it. Yeah, let's uh, always stumble over I talk. Uh, <laughs> well, it happens sometimes. Um, this is from the Box of Frogs record from 1984. Let's do another track from that one. This one I think everyone's going to like. This is called The Edge.
Listening to some Narrow Birds music right there, and a song called "I Wish You Would." Uh, that goes all the way back to uh, the Flove record, uh, otherwise known as "For Your Love," another hits record. That's the first American release um, on Epic Records, and that's what it was called. That's one of the tracks um, from that one. "I Wish You Would," 1964. "You're a Better Man Than I" was right before that. One of their um, Kind of hits, actually. A lot of people know that one uh, from Having a Rave Up record, 1965. No Excess Baggage, right before that, from the Little Games record. Yeah, Jimmy Page is on that track. Uh, the Edge, right before that, from A Box of Frogs, uh, 1984. So that's what started off those uh, that batch of uh, recordings. Let's go all the way back to 1963, when they were uh, backing Sonny Boy Williamson. And uh, his, him and his band, the Yardbirds, and this is a song called Mr. Downchild. Stop 
I, I would love a stereo copy of that. Instead, it was a mono. Happening 10 years time ago, the Yardbirds right there, 1966 right there. And um, that uh, song influenced a lot of new psychedelic bands. There was a band called the Electric Prunes um, that named a song called Get Me to the World on Time, which was one of the lines in this song. Um 
the guitar playing on here influenced a lot of other uh, future psychedelic bands that do uh, strange psychedelic things on their records. So, uh, yeah, Jimmy Page was definitely um, a, a trailblazer on that stuff. And want to say the Arbirds, yeah, they definitely left their <laughs> left their mark, or the guys left their mark on rock and roll, just to say the least. But um, that was one of the songs that uh, we were going to get in anyway. Uh, the one before that was from the uh, live Yardbirds record featuring Jimmy Page. Um, it was recorded 19, uh, what was it, uh, 60, 68. And the song we played on the record, it says it's called I'm Confused. But uh, about a year or two later, uh, about a year later, when um, uh, Jim Page uh, formed that new band, the New Yardbirds, otherwise known as Led Zeppelin, uh, Led Zeppelin uh, he took that song with him. And they just renamed it called Dazed and Confused. Uh, Robert Plant was the guy who was singing, obviously, for the Zeppelin uh, version. And if I remember right, didn't that come from the first Zeppelin record? I think so. Or one of the early ones. Um, anyway, but that was the R-Bird's version of Dazed and Confused, just called I'm Confused. Now, I'm confused, are you? The one before that was Crying Out for Lunch, uh, for Love, by the Birdland uh, CD. Uh, by the Yardbirds that came out in 2003. So that was a good standout track from that record. That really is a good record. If you do want to start um, getting Yardbirds records, yeah, first start out, get get the original, you know, the original ones, or how whatever format you want to get them in. Uh, make sure they're in stereo because we got mono versions of some of the songs they're playing. And I don't know about you, but they're just sounding horrible on my in my headphones here. But maybe they're sounding okay out to you guys. So, uh, anyway, get them the best quality as you can. And definitely get this Birdland uh, uh, record, actually. I, I still call it records, but it's on CD. I think a lot of people who are into the old year birds are going to love that new record, okay? Uh, you will. Um, I like it a lot. It's yeah, I think it's my favorite Yardbirds album out of all of them. And I like the early ones, too, so... And it's in stereo, too. So there. Uh, anyway, uh, what did we play right before that? Um, uh, Mr. Downchild from the Yardbirds backing up Sonny Boy Williamson in 1963. And I think we covered everything else, did we? Yeah, I think so. So, uh, we still have a few more songs to play here from the Yardbirds, and we're going to get them in as far as I'm concerned. Let's go back to their uh, beginnings when they started to have hits. Here is uh, one of the biggies that they started off with called For Your Love.
got uh, some of the Yardbirds music right there. Train Kept Rolling, which is a, a classic. A lot of people have uh, covered that song. Yardbirds did did it. Aerosmith did it. Foghat even did it, but um, they actually had another uh, words to that called Honey Hush. It's basically the same song. And a lot of other uh, people have done it. It's an old blues song from way back when. Um, that's the Yardbirds version right there. Uh, the Scratch Mix version, if you want to call it. Uh, the one before that was from the Over Under Sideways Down from 65. Uh, what do you want? The Scratch Mix there. Definitely, I have. I need a new copy of that. Um, but I wanted you to hear the song anyway, because it seldom is heard these days. And one before that, Two Steps Ahead from the Box of Frogs record, the 84 one. And we started off with uh, For Your Love. Um, from the first record, uh, from the 40 Year Love and Other Hits record, 1964, Yardbirds. You should also check Herman's Hermit's uh, version out, too, of that song, 40 Year Love. And guess what? I think Jimmy Page is playing guitar on the Herman's Herm- Hermit's version of it. Hmm. And then he later joins the Yardbirds. So that's pretty interesting um, how he did that. Anyway, this is Songs in the Basement. Uh, this is your host, Stuart Held. Let's try and uh, get a couple more songs in here before we all turn you loose for another uh, another time for Songs in the Basement Spotlight Show. Here's another live track we're going to play from that live Yardbirds featuring Jimmy Page. And they're going to do, um, we're going to play one of their hits, Over Under Sideways Down, just a, a live version of it. It's a very, very recognizable hit. I'd like you to join in if you can, where you can shout the appropriate haze. You'll soon know where, I'll tell you. It starts like this.
That's one of those um, kind of sort of uh, the backlash of protest songs, if you want to call it. Little Soldier Boy from the Arbirds from the Little Games record 1967, and that's where that came from. One before that was uh, the live version of Over, Under, Sideways, Down, and all that stuff, and Ice Cream Cones uh, from the Five Yardbirds uh, featuring that kid from, uh, you know, the future Led Zeppelin band, that Jim Page kid. Anyway, uh, this was a spotlight show for uh, the Yardbirds. They finally uh, did their music, and hopefully you've enjoyed some something from the show. And if you never heard them before, well, there was your chance to do it. So uh, go back and play the show again if you want and uh, kind of get into their music and buy all their records, okay? Um They'll, they'll make uh, them very happy, and us too. Anyway, this is Songs of the Basement, the spotlight show on the Yardbirds. This is Stuart Held, and thanks everyone who has worked on this show. We all thank you very much for tuning in and enjoying whatever you want, and you can. We'll have more. As long as computers are working, we will be here. So have fun, be careful, everybody, and definitely stay safe, okay? Till next time, bye, y'all. <laughs>